Hey, welcome to the Central Westland Church Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for downloading and thank you for listening. We hope that today you find God's Word to be encouraging, challenging, and inspiring your life today. We would love to connect with you through our Facebook page and Instagram page. All you got to do is look on Facebook or Instagram and search for Central Westland Church. Please know that we love you, we're praying for you, and we hope you enjoyed this week's message. What's happening, everybody? This is Michael Jernigan right here at Central Westland Church, and today we have something special for you all. I'm joined by my close personal friend, Alex Melvin. Alex, say hello. Hey. And we're joined by Ashlyn. Hello. She's not making any noise right now. What we want to do today is we want to take a few minutes and we want to talk about the next three days leading up to Easter. We're going to talk about Thursday, Friday, and Saturday leading up to the death and resurrection of Jesus. If you want to know about Sunday, by guy, you got to come to church on Sunday morning, 10 o'clock, right here, 614 Hoover Street. So right now, we just want to take about 10 to 15 minutes and look at the Thursday before the crucifixion. That is known as Maundy Thursday. Am I saying that right? I think so. Maundy, M-A-U-N-D-Y, Maundy Thursday. Uh, so Alex, what comes to your mind when you think of Maundy Thursday, the Thursday before the crucifixion and eventual resurrection of Jesus? Um, I would say Passover, the Last Supper. That's the biggest thing that comes to my mind. Yes, and if you were at church this past Sunday, we talked about Passover um, in fairly detailed um, and how that goes all the way back to the book of Exodus and the ten plagues and all that good stuff. Um, we mentioned Sunday Jesus was going into Jerusalem for the Passover feast, um, and that's exactly what him and the boys did up in the upper room um, with Jesus and his um, disciples. Question for you. Okay. I just thought of this. Okay. By the way, everybody listening, this is fairly unplanned. <laughs> we talked for about three minutes about some notes that we have, and that's about it. Um, question for you. What do you think the disciples were thinking um, when they went into the upper room and Jesus started kind of laying it out like, this is bread is my body. This blood is, or this, this wine juice is my, is my blood. What do you think they were thinking? I definitely don't think they were thinking what he wanted them to be thinking. No. <laughs> um, I don't know. They probably, I feel like they were really confused that whole point. They're, they are not catching what's going on at all. Yeah. Like obviously they didn't, Jesus had predicted his death a few times leading right. up to that point. Um, but they, I don't think they understood. I know they no. didn't. As a matter of fact, um, I think if I was them, if I would just put my mind in their position, I would be kind of upset. Yeah. Obviously, you're confused because you don't know what Jesus is talking about. Right. But also, I would be upset because, like, what in the world are you talking about? Why can't you just tell us plainly exactly what you mean? And we know through hindsight, right, because we have the rest of the Bible, mm -hmm. we know what happens in the next three days. Um, we know what Jesus meant. Uh, but for these guys, they had to be a little worried, confused, yeah, uneasy. And in a way, though, I feel like that frustration, we see that all throughout the Gospels, though, because Jesus is constantly talking in parables. So I don't know if they took it super seriously yet, because maybe they just thought it was another one of his moments. 
where he was trying to explain something and they just didn't get it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, one thing that um, comes out of this that we have today in our in our church and churches all across the world is that of communion. We celebrate communion. Uh, we remember what Jesus did on the cross. Um, and that comes out of this instance on the Thursday before the resurrection uh, with them sharing the bread and the wine with Jesus right before he gets arrested, right before they go to the garden, and then he gets arrested, and then eventual crucifixion. Uh, tell us about communion. What does communion mean? What, do you th- what does it mean to you? Um, just tell us about what you, what you feel about communion. Well, today I was thinking about how awesome it was that God put into place something that we get to participate in with him. True that. that. The disciples also participated in. So I think it's an awesome thing that we get to be part of that. And communion is talking about the body of Christ, which is broken for us, and the blood. And he really was um, talking about the complicated nature of sacrificial blood and how that would take away sin, and it was his blood. And, of course, at that point, he was trying to explain it to the disciples, but they didn't understand, and I don't think we completely understand. Um, Yeah, so it's uh- talking about taking his sacrifice i think one of the downfalls that i can speak on for my behalf and maybe even church as a whole is the lack of maybe teaching on communion uh realization about what it means taking it serious um there was a time where i would have told you that communion sunday was like a day off (laughs) you know like it's it's an easy sunday right you get to preach for less amount of time you don't have to get as much ready um, you, you'd have to do a little more cause you got to sing some extra songs right. and you go up, you take the juice, you take the, the cracker and you sit down and you're done. Uh, the reality is when you look at it from Jesus's perspective here on Maundy Thursday, um, I mean, what, what communion is, it's, it's a celebration. It's a remembrance of everything that Jesus did. Um, cause everything that Jesus did up to this point was leading to this very point. Um, And that's where we see atonement, justification, um, all those vacations that go along with with that stuff. Um, And that's that's what we're celebrating. That's what we remember. And without it, you take that junk out. We're wasting our time here. Yeah. By God. It was it was the introduction of the covenant that we live under. It was talking about how he has taken all those things for us and he gives it to us freely. And we can join him at the table. So I definitely don't think we completely comprehend it or take it as seriously as we should. Um, no, I agree. Um, and I will make a commitment right here. We're going to do a better job by God. We're going to do a better job. Let's do it. Um, now, it's also, we were talking earlier, this also leads to a big feast that's happening in, in we read about in Revelation um, there's a lot of feast in the Bible, which I think is good because you see a lot of, you see Jesus with food and people and parties, which I'm all for the food and the parties and the people. Super encouraging. Especially those, um, those, uh, those barbecue weenies that you can get, like mm. people make at parties. I'm all for it. It's good. Uh, t- tell us, tell us quickly about, uh, about Revelation and, uh, and the, the, um, the feast and the table at Revelation. What's that got to do with the Passover meal here with Jesus? Well, if we back up first, okay. we know that the Passover meal was a continuation of what God had started for the Israelites in Egypt. Yes. So the Passover feast 
that Jesus is celebrating is the last one where they're waiting on the Messiah because he's about to do the work. But then we're told in Revelation 19 that there will be another Passover meal, but it's called the marriage supper of the Lamb. The Lamb, yep. Yep. And that is where all the believers are invited to come and sit at the table, and we will have our own Passover feast with Jesus in heaven. And you can find that in Revelation 19. I love that we kind of... We've talked about before, in the Old Testament, you see glimpses of the New Testament. You see glimpses of Jesus um, all through the Old Testament. And here we got Jesus giving us a kind of a glimpse into eternity, um, into into heaven, into the other side of what we what all we see here. Um, So to me, that tells me a couple things. One, God's got a plan. Um, And I'm thankful that even when we don't have a clue what we're doing, God's got a plan. Um, two, it tells me that God's going to fulfill his plan because uh, we see the glimpses of Jesus in the Old Testament. They come true in the New Testament from prophecies uh, to, to just little, little windows of, of Jesus in the Old Testament. We see that all played out in the New Testament. So I have no reason not to believe that God's word is still true, that what we see Jesus showing us in the future will come true as well. So it, it gives me hope and comfort and relief. That even when we don't know what we're doing, God's got a plan, and God's plan never fails. So, uh, today is Maundy Thursday. Uh, We hope that all of you guys have a good Maundy Thursday. We hope that you're remembering who Jesus is and what he did for you um, this weekend, this Easter weekend. Um, And let's all make a commitment together that we will kind of be present when we think about Easter, not just Easter Sunday, but maybe this whole week, especially this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday leading up to Easter, let's all be serious and be present and remember who Jesus is and what he has done for us. Amen? Amen. All right, everybody. This is Michael and Alex here at Central. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Tell your friends about us. Tell your friends about this here. Remember, you can find all of our past sermons here. We'll be back tomorrow with uh, Good Friday. We'll be talking about what's so good about a bad day in history. And then uh, we'll be back on Saturday to talk about what in the world was going on on Saturday. So hope you download. Hope you listen. Thank you for listening today. We will see you all tomorrow.